0: everyone and welcome to a finally another episode of the pocket grandpa conversations between generations podcast um my name is liam as always uh and i am recording from my house in albuquerque and my grandpa jerry is recording from his house in bernalillo uh we are trying out this new um way of recording remotely and there may be some technical glitches but uh bear with us. Um, there probably won't be as much editing. We won't sound as beautiful as we usually do. Um, <laughs> but, uh, the, it's the content that matters, right?
1: Right. It's the content that matters. And it's been a long time. I think it was December. The last one we did.
0: Yeah, uh, I believe it was.
1: Cause I was gone for a while in February and March doing a little traveling and then, uh, part of March. Then when I got back, we had this lockdown thing and, Everything, right. everything went to pot, you know? Yep. I
0: yeah, and I, I've been busy with a new job that I got, um, working for the Daily Lobo a newspaper at my university. Um, so, yeah, we, we've it's been a while, but we've really been missing doing podcasts. So, uh, And we've been wanting to do this subject for a long time, too. We've been wanting to talk about um, mental health which is a big thing now too, uh, in the era of coronavirus, Yeah. um, Because a lot of people have been struggling with, you know, being inside with their demons, um, and not being able to,
1: (laughs) you mean people have demons?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. They fly around all the time and believe uh, it
1: or not, huh?
0: Feelings. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, you know, the, the thing is too, it's, it's, um, I've, I've heard it described as, as grief, almost like when somebody loses, uh, Someone, a loved one, that that you, the things you lose during this lockdown that you were so used to having every day and doing every day that people actually go through uh, a grief period.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've mourning. heard described that way as well, like yeah. uh, grieving your normal life.
1: Yeah. Mourning um, the loss of the, of what was normal. Yeah.
0: Right. And there's not a lot of, um, opportunities for social, um,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> In-person social activities, anyway, I
1: right? Think. And interactions with other people. You know, the thing I miss a lot is hugging and stuff because they're, yeah. you know, our family's big huggers, and um, I, I really missed hugging. Um, and you just can't and shaking hands with people. You know, it's a stuff yeah. you just take for granted that you can't do anymore. But um, yeah, I miss I miss that kind of thing.
0: Well, and from a psychological perspective too, touch—human touch—is actually something we need. Uh, it's it yeah. produces oxytocin, which is a uh, a chemical, kind of like the feel-good chemical, um, similar to dopamine. But I, well, not I, I'm, I'm I don't know what I'm talking about chemical wise. But in the same way that <laughs> dopamine makes us feel better oxytocin does the same thing. It's the social bonding hormone.
1: I'm laughing because, because I've, I've had a few feel good chemicals in my day, but I don't, I don't think they're the same things you're talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about things that are produced internally.
1: Oh, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, well, and so I guess that leads us kind of into um, mental health as a topic in general and you know, how our generations think of it, because nowadays, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's very open about it. There's a lot of articles um, on, you know, that are empathetic with um, what people are going through during this time and right. understanding. Yeah. And from what I'm aware, um, back back in your day it wasn't as there wasn't as much known about it and it was more stigmatized
1: a- absolutely there was a real stigma around it it was um you know they used to just put people commit them to a mental hospital there were a lot of them in the country and uh then they started getting shut down in the late 60s and and that put people on the street so now a lot of people that are homeless would have normally been in my era uh, in a mental hospital, or at least getting some kind of mental help some way. But uh, apparently, they thought there were things that were more important with the budget, you know, than right than people's well, mental health. And and the thing is, I think what they found out now, of course, this was been a lot of years, but I think they they found out that mental health is just as much uh, a part as physical health is of your well-being um you know and, and I think insurance companies are starting to to respond to that now as well
0: right right and um you know when it comes to how they used to handle mentally ill people um, back in your day i you know I, it reminds me I was just watching this uh, episode of an old twilight zone yeah um, I'm not sure if you've seen this bus station and she sees herself like um like looks in the mirror and sees herself sitting outside on the bus uh on the on the bench in the waiting room for the bus and just starts losing her mind her you know the people in the bus station have told her that she's come up to the counter and and asked for something even though she claims she has no memory Hmm. of that um and someone is trying to help her and eventually they give up and it they call the police. Right. You know, and then they just say, She's crazy, take yeah. her away. You know? When really nowadays that's like and you know, I mean, of that would they didn't even have a name for it. It was just she's crazy. That's it. But nowadays we would refer to that as schizophrenia. Yeah. Um And, you know, and by the way, I want to make something clear. I don't know if this is, I've heard people do this in podcasts, so maybe this is a legal thing, but myself and my grandpa have no formal degrees or, you know, uh, you know, we're not trying to give advice or anything. We're, we're just, we're just two people talking about mental
1: health. That's our, that's our disclaimer, Uh, but you, you know, you're, you're working on your degree and I have a degree in life. Which would would be a doctorate by now? Yes. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yep.
0: I, wh- where's your dissertation, man? I, I, <laughs> yeah, I need to read. That. Well,
1: we can talk about that in another podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, enough. you know
1: the thing I've noticed too, though. One of uh, the things that's a good thing. I mean, this is, um, this is jumping ahead just a little bit to your generation, and that's because of what's been going on lately in the news with all the. The demonstrators in the streets and things like that. Um, you know, one of the one of the good things that could come out of that is some of the dollars um, being redirected to uh, calls when they come into nine one one of a per- person acting crazy that they send a mental health specialist out mm-hmm. instead of a, a right. cop that might end up choking the guy out because he doesn't understand. And, and, you know, and that's where we run into these problems, but, you know, you and I try and keep this from getting political and it doesn't need to be, I'm not taking a side on that. I'm just saying, I think that's a good idea to start finally in this day and age, start responding to those kinds of calls or, you know, just by sending the right kind of people out for, to, to respond.
0: Right. I've I've been um, hearing that the city of Albuquerque is planning to um, put in a department like that, Um, a new emergency department separate from the police force that um, deals with calls for mental illness. uh, They're unarmed, trained specialists. Um, And and, in fairness, yeah,
1: in fairness to the police, I mean, they um, they're not trained for that. And they'll be the first yeah. ones to tell you that they're not trained for that. So when they come upon a situation and somebody's acting crazy and maybe a little aggressive and stuff, you know, um, they only know one way of taking force to take them down and, and take control of them. And, and unfortunately, um, with somebody schizophrenic or other things, other, you know, uh, uh what's the one I'm trying to think of? Um, well, you know what I mean? They're just other disorders. Um, you know, that people aren't actually in control of themselves and the, and as, unless you're a professional dealing with that kind of thing and knowing how to talk to somebody that's in that situation, I think that's where these problems come in and, and, and they've been major problems in this country.
0: Right. And I mean, even, uh, Imagine a paranoid schizophrenic. Um, uh, imag- imagine being someone who suffers from that and seeing a policeman show up at your door or a policewoman. Um,
1: and and just as bad, if not worse, would it, imagine being yeah. in jail and they're in prison. Because then that's oh, where, they, that's where they take them. I then know. they say, OK, we're going to subdue you. We're going to take you right. to jail. And the person might be in there for three or four days, depending on how much money they have or if they can even comprehend getting a hold of somebody to bail them out or or you know be an ad advocate for them that they're they're in a worse place then that's the worst place they could possibly be could you imagine being paranoid and, and being in prison or in jail and, th- and they they claim that a large part of the population in the prisons today are mentally ill
0: I, I believe I've heard yeah. that statistic yeah um, and and you know, it's it's the whole idea of, and you know, and I agree. I don't think we should get too political with it, but I will say this: um, compassionate treatment is important, whether it's mental illness or addiction, which is a form of mental illness. Um, and I I do think we need more compassion for um, for people suffering with mental illness. Uh, on a systemic level. Um, uh, And, you know, I know a lot of people, especially in my generation um, and on social media, there's plenty of support for um, people suffering from, you know, depression or anxiety, Um, not so much for schizophrenia, just because, you know, generally with that disorder, you do kind of detach um, from, from society in a way um, or social, social, uh, situations, but anxiety and depression are something The depression has been referred to as, as the common cold of psychological, Mm. of mental illness. And that's not to say that it's not, um, you know, every, everyone I've heard who said that, um, has made it clear. They emphasize that's not meant to, uh, make, make less of it. It's, 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 an important disease and it's, you know, and it can be horrible and, and deadly, Um, but it's, it's very common um, is, is the point they're trying to make with that. And I think that's one of the reasons why we've started seeing more people um, on social media, more celebrities, more, um, more people like that address and even come out themselves as suffering from, these disorders. Um, and, you know, I, th- I think that's important to give people that feeling of community.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, your generation, um, I saw a disturbing report the other day about how many kids, 14, 15 years old, which are a little younger than your generation, but, um, that, you know, that are committing suicide. Uh, it's just insane. The amount of uh, probably the wrong term to use with our topic, but you know, you know what I mean? (laughs) It's it's not right. Right. All these young kids, what, how can life be that bad for them? I think social media has a lot to do with that. They get shamed by other people on social media and they think their life's not worth anything. And, and it's just, uh, oh man, it just goes on and on and on.
0: Well, and you know, and that's, that's a double-edged sword right there then because you know social media can be a great um community or it can be a great um uh aggravator to these disorders um you know for someone suffering from uh from a from you know a poor body image you know um worried about um their weight and dealing with things right. like anorexia and then they they see um you know the popularized people the celebrities the you know the the people that society publicly endorses and it's it's a body image that you know people can't always you know they, they, and they don't they they feel this need to achieve that body image um in order to be accepted um and well, that, that that
1: probably um, goes back, you know, as far as as mankind, <laughs> in a way, you know. I don't. I don't think. I mean, in the modern age, anyway, because people didn't uh, have to worry about that when they were scrounging for food, uh, <laughs> cavemen and such, you know, gatherers and right. hunters and gatherers. But um, certainly, since I'd say the late fifties or sixties uh, is when people started being way more conscious of their body image.
0: Hmm. Well, and why do you think that is? I mean, like, is that's more it is. Your generation um, than mine.
1: I think peer pressure was a lot. Then we didn't have the internet and all that kind of stuff, but I think it was just peer pressure. I mean, there were a lot of kids who were, Anybody who was different in school, and I don't think it's changed a lot now, they got, they got bullied. No, anybody who was overweight or too skinny or had too many freckles or, you know, anything uh, people used to just get picked on. I mean, your grandma was short and she used to get picked on for being short. And uh, yeah, Yeah. but she was she got tough as nails though <laughs> from that
0: <laughs> yes she did
1: so there are compensations that sometimes you have to you know take up yourself i guess but yeah
0: yeah well and i definitely think school has you know especially you know public schools have that that beat the weird out of you
1: and <laughs> beat the weird energy. out of you huh um i haven't i haven't heard that expression you know people that's interesting
0: (laughs) it's weird people get weird you know in quotations Mm -hmm. people get picked on and you know taught to be not weird to conform and and it's that like it's that erosion of individuality that is it's it's so weird that that and you know i'm not a sociologist either um But it's interesting that, you know, for a society that values individuality as much as like Mm -hmm. the United States, um, that that is such a prevalent um, attitude in schools is if you're different, you know, you're you're done for you. We got your lunch money. We got your you know, we've got all the popular people here. And we don't like you because you're different, you know, and that I, I don't I don't know why that happens, but it seems yeah. to be something. And that it, yeah. And that happened
1: when I was that. in uh, junior high school, especially in, in high school and everything like that, too. There were there were cliques, there were groups. And if uh, you were outside that group, you were the other, you know. Um, right so yeah no there right. was a there was a lot of that went on even then and it, it still continues to this day from my understanding oh, even yeah. more yeah in some there,
0: there's still clicks yeah yeah i i mean i remember back in high school there were places where certain groups of people would hang out we'd have the stoner kids over in this building we'd have the uh the jocks you know kind of hanging out in this area the you know but And, you know, I don't like to, I'm, I'm more saying I'm more categorizing them based on what I've seen and what, what the school population sees. But personally, you know, I personally, I never really saw differences. I did, but like, you know, it's, it's in the case that like, I could go up and talk to any of them. I could hang out with the stoner kids. I could hang out with the jocks. Um, for the most part, I, it was just, it was that letting go of trying to carve out differences that allowed me to uh, interact with right. different groups. Because really, they're not different. They are, but they're all, we're, they're all, they're all human. Well, These groups that we give ourselves are. Yeah. I think you just
1: hit on something right there that, you know, um, being human is 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 you know it's 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 what we all are and and i think that part of being human is wanting that exception to be accepted you know and uh i don't know it just seems like sometimes i mean man's inhumanity to man has always amazed me uh things people can do to other people it just, it just has always uh, troubled me.
0: Right. Well, and you know, I'm, I'm starting to find that out too. Um, you know, as I see more, um, uh, I, for example, I was, I was documenting a, uh, a, a protest, mm-hmm. um, recently. Right. And someone got shot, uh, and regardless of, of, you know, of, of the, the context shooting someone is just, I mean, I, I just, it's, it's in, in media, we're very desensitized to it, you know, in, in shows and movies and things like that. Shooting people is, is kind of that, like, you know, like, like in those, in war movies in, but even not in war movies, just in general, like popular shows breaking bad, you know, it's like, um, you know, it's just, There are shots fired and that's, that happens, you know, you know, but like when you see it in person, it's like, whoa, like this person that was, was standing near me, just, just, you know, just did something to this other person that is yeah, unimaginable, you know? And like, you know, I, I definitely think that that goes back to, to, um, just, oh, lost
1: my <laughs> well, yeah, it's just, it's just humanizing another person or dehumanizing them. I should say when it gets to that point, there's no value placed on life. Like there used to be in this country that we prided ourselves on. Um, uh, yeah, there's, there's just, uh, people will shoot somebody at the drop of a hat. Now they don't even think twice about it.
0: Well and, and you know, too, there's I I don't even know. Individuality in some cases and humanization there's always been this idea that, you know, well, in certain contexts, human life doesn't matter. That's that's been something that has been pushed in in military tactics, especially, you know, the human see, that idea of just throwing wave after wave of people right. at an enemy, right. like, and like their lives, right. are nothing at all. Um, And well, and, you know, and even the other side of war too, you know, I mean, if you're, if you're in battle, you know, I mean, you know, of course I've, I've never had any military experience. I've never been in combat, but it seems to me that you, ha- you cannot be, empathizing with the person that you're
1: well about. and then there's a whole you know outcome of that as well look at all the the people who have come back from vietnam and uh iraq and now afghanistan uh, all the wars korea that um are just really messed up mentally they have
0: well Right. And that goes back to, that totally goes back to our mental illness topic, which is PTSD is another hallmark of, of, um, of, or well, hallmark, maybe not be the right word, but like a a big example of how much our culture is understood, understands uh, mental illness now, as opposed to back in the day, because it used to be called shell shock. And it used to be considered just like right. well, he's broken he's you know that's it there's there's nothing left in his mind and now we realize that like ptsd is is something that people can live with but it takes a lot of it it's a lot it's it's a some heavy people can't there. live with it i mean what you know i heard
1: of, like 22 no. people of yeah. veterans a day were committing suicide um uh, this yeah. country
0: well and and Imagine, too, you know, I mean, now we have a, a name for it, yeah. but imagine when we didn't, you know, then these people would just be going home and not being able to really figure out what's wrong with them. I mean, like, you know, to a degree, they under—they, I'm sure they understood like, OK, well, I just saw horrible things. And, you know, and I'm thinking about that. I'm sure they were aware that that's 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 what was going that's on. That's for
1: peer groups peer groups really helped with that ass. too with the guys coming back from the, right. the wars.
0: Right. And you know what it seems like all these things have in common, all these things that we've been talking about so far is is community support. Mm-hmm. Um, how that helps. Um, you know, whether it's yeah. through social media or whether it's through peer groups, even in that time where they didn't have a lot of understanding, you know, groups of veterans would, you know, you know, they they can get together they can talk about what their, what, what happened overseas, um, and you know, and that's another thing too about mental illness—is um, talking about it. That it—that my generation seems just so more open about, in the sense of, you know, if if you were a guy back in—I mean, correct me if I'm wrong—but if you were a guy yeah. back in the day. And you said I have depression or you broke down crying unless unless it was like unless there was an immediate death of 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 someone like uh you know someone extremely close to you in right. your immediate yeah, no, family. Yeah. Right. Se- yeah. If you were seen yeah. crying or or just um you know it, um experiencing any of the yeah. symptoms of depression you would be labeled as weak you would be labeled as as you know right. not a man you know which you know nowadays that's that's it's still that still happens but it's yeah no
1: there's a lot us. more understanding of grief and um uh, you know and and depression which i think go hand in hand you know and Full disclosure, you know, I I probably should say on on this broadcast here, this podcast that, um, you know, I think therapy really helps because, you know, after your grandma passed away, it's been over a year now. And I went through a lot of depression and uh, it's not a fun thing to do. Not fun at all. And I think therapy is is really something that is uh, highly valued, especially for me. And and it really helped me a lot, but um, but yeah, I mean it's so I can speak firsthand to what uh,
0: and I yeah I, and, and I can you can too, too. for sure Thera- therapy is, is is great you know I mean you have um, it's important to talk about things that are bothering you um, you know and there's that you know whole image of a bottle you know, bottling up your emotions um, that eventually bursts. Um, and, you know, I, I think I believe in that to a degree. You know, I think that if you're able to talk about something, I've always found that when I talk about something that's bugging me, once I talk about it, once I label it, once I say this is what's actually happening and this is why mm-hmm. I'm upset about it, you know, it's, it it it's not as bad once I put it out there. And once I bounce it off someone else too, and say, well, what do you think about this? You know, even if they don't have any solutions necessarily, they can say, Oh, okay. Well, you know, and, and, and this is therapy, but this is right. Also exactly. Just talking yeah. to your Friends. This is all very just important talking to other people that you've had. Yeah. Other people, people who've who, had similar experiences, Where they say, yeah. Oh yeah. People who, who will support you
1: through, through uh, the time that you're having, you know, and, and they don't necessarily right. have to give advice or anything. Sometimes that's, the worst thing you can do. All they have to do is be there for you and listen. And, and that's a big deal, you know, and just try and understand what you're going through. Um, and, there, and I'm thankful and grateful for all the people in my life who have been there for me this last year. Um, you know, I've got really good friends and good family uh, who are very supportive. And and sometimes that um, depression can, you know, it even affects your relationships in ways, because even though you still love everybody, there's days you go that you don't want to talk to anybody. You don't want to you don't want to talk to anybody. And you. Right. Right.
0: And that's important to have your space. It is important. Too, yeah. You know? I mean, especially with, with grieving. But, you know, also you can't cut off completely because. Yeah. That's the other side of it.
1: You don't want to um, uh, go too deep into the. Uh, mm-hmm into the well
0: <laughs> and you know just kind of as a uh, as a final point on that though for other people for people who are supporting people with mental illness it can be tough for them oh, yeah. you know i mean um especially in the sense that it's it's hard to see it's not right. like a broken leg you know, you can't you can't just say, OK, well, look, wow, that's you know, that's that's a lot of blood. That's a lot. that's a bone sticking out of your leg, you know, like it's it's not that apparent. And there are people who can suffer with it and, you know, you, that, you know, and you have no idea or, you know, it can be hard for some people to even believe. Like, I, I, I know someone who um, they were talking to me the other day and they said that. Um, someone someone that they had confided in, you know, that, that they had a, that they were struggling with a, um, a mental illness, like anxiety um, had said, basically, Oh no, that's not real. Like, you know, like in a way, like not, not maybe in a dismissive, in a dismissive way, in the sense, like, not that he didn't believe him necessarily, but yeah. it's like, Oh, it's all in your head. Just cowboy, forget about it. Cowboy yeah. up. Just power through it. Cowboy up. Yeah. Right. And, you know, and I think that, um, you know, I think nowadays there's still, there is still that, but it's less. And I, it's, it, it is sometimes hard for people to support their friends who are going through things. Well, and they don't understand solution.
1: You know, unless they've been through it no, they, they, yeah, don't they don't understand what what you're going through you know
0: right yeah um and it's yeah and and you know and having that shared experience is good to just to be able to help so and that's that's the whole thing about humility is that like you know knowing that you may not understand everything and trying to trying to learn about it, in a way that can, you know, right. to gain and, more understanding about it. So that And that's where listening
1: comes in, like I was saying, you know, that's the most supportive thing uh, that I would suggest anybody do for uh, somebody who's suffering from any kind of depression or grief, uh, heavy grief is to just, you know, just listen and try and understand.
0: Yeah, and tell them you're there for them. You know,
1: you know. Sometimes be there for
0: them, right? And sometimes, sometimes the worst thing you can do, like you said, is give advice. Like, oh, well, just do this and it'll be okay. Because really, there these things, at least as far as I understand, most of these things they take time and they don't resolve in a neat way. They, you know, it has to be processed. People have to get through it. And sometimes, you know, there. I've heard now people talking about depression in a way that's not like, you know, oh, well, you're feeling better. You're cured. They say it's in remission Right. in the same way that other diseases, um, you know, are in remission, you know, and that it can, can come back well, and there can be things where your life is, going really great for a while and you're and you're feeling better and then yeah i can give you an example
1: of that like um this really good book i read uh, called uh, it's okay that you're not okay and a lot of people uh, suffering through grief have read that book um one of the things the author says is that um the pain of your loss will eventually go away uh, but the grief never will. The grief's always going to be there at some some point. I mean, it's always, you know, you're always going to grieve that person. Um, but it's not as obvious to other people or to you even at times. Like you say, it can come and go uh, when you get to a point. And I'm not to that point yet. Mine's getting better. But, you know, it, when you get to a point, they say years down the line with some people, it can take six months. With some people, it can take a year. With some people, it could take 10 years. And, um you still grieve the person or and it's the same with animals people grieve a pet that they've had that they've lost that they've had as like a family member and you grieve that person or that pet for a long time and the pain of losing them the initial pain of losing them can subside but the the grief doesn't go away
0: yeah yeah and i i um i remember hearing this ted talk and i forgot the woman's name that gives it, but she talks about how she lost her husband to cancer and how she has a um you know oh yeah has a new husband. I saw that one. um yeah. and uh, have you seen that about how um instead of moving on right it's moving forward with your grief carrying it with you and and you know and and integrating yeah, right. it because it's there it's gonna be there it will be there and it's gonna stay there. So you have to find a way to say all right I'm not right. going to, I can't get rid of this. So how can I move yeah. on with, move forward? See, I, and that's hard to, that's hard rhetoric to, because we're so drilled in, like, move on. Oh, you know, oh, like even with a breakup, like, yeah, oh, just forget about her, man. You know, no big deal. You know, just there's, again, cowboy up. There's a know, lot of other girls man, out there, right? The yeah. That's.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, right. And it's like, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, right. That whole thing. Um, You know, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah. But like, also, you just can't forget about the, you know, the months or years of memories that you've made with like 53 of them, you know. (laughs) Right. Like 53 of them in your case. So, and yeah. So, I guess. In conclusion, I mean, yeah, listen, listen to people who are, are grieving and offer them support, but don't offer them unless they ask for it. Unless they ask for advice, just offer them support in, in ambiguous ways or ambiguous. Maybe that's the right word. Something like that. And in a way that like, just say, if you need anything. And that
1: you're there for them to listen and when they want to talk and, you know, and to support them in any way you can. That's all, that's all right. you really got to do. And right. that'll, that, I think that helps the situation. In some cases, nothing helps. Yeah. You know, the drugs they put you on, all these kind of stuff. It just, uh, in some cases, they make it worse. So, I don't know. Yeah. This is a yeah. topic we probably case, need to different. do again. In yeah. fact, I'd like to get an expert in, um, uh, you know, a mental health worker, either a psychologist. I'd love to get a licensed psychologist in. And
0: I'd like that, too. Uh, Yeah, let's call this a part one one and let's
1: let's uh, go to a part two with someone who who can answer some of these these questions that we have in our minds and and give, you know, really solid evidence based uh, advice to people who may be listening to our podcast who may have a problem like we have.
0: Absolutely. And hey, if any of our listeners, you know, want to have an idea for something that we should uh bring up with this expert, uh, let us know. Right. Send us an email or put it in the comments on social media and we'll we'll right. try to get that in. Um, you know, because this isn't this isn't just for us, this is for you guys, you know. This is this is us, you know, trying to explore these topics, but we want it to be a conversation, not just between us, But between all of us, you know, between the all of our listeners and hopefully one of, one of the things I really wanted to do with this podcast was spur on right. more conversation.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's, I think maybe important. it's a good time for you to mention that you have the, the Twitter site from our, our website here from Anchor and that we have um, the the email that people can respond to as well. And why don't you mention those too?
0: Absolutely. So let me see if I can pull it up real quick. But um, our email is uh, grandpa dot cbg. That's C is in Charlie, B is in Bravo, G is in oh a um, group Gerald, I guess <laughs> group um,
1: G is in Go at Gmail.com.
0: Uh, G is in Go. Yeah, I forgot the I forgot the yeah, um, the NATO phonetic alphabet one. for this one. And then, you know, I, I, I'm embarrassed to say I can't find our Twitter right now. Um,
1: All right. Give me one second. Well, there's no time limit on this podcast. You know, we've limited most of them to around 30 minutes. I think we're at about 38 on this one right now, somewhere like that, 38, 39 minutes. And that's okay. I mean, we just, as long as we're uh, still that the conversation is still relevant, you know, and we still have things to say, I think there's no time limit.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, and we definitely still want to hear from you guys on like, um, what other topics to bring up. Um, we've been gone a while, but we want to make sure that, uh, you guys are heard too. Um, and yeah, I, I still cannot find our um, Twitter for some reason, uh, but I'll tell you what, um, we'll post it in a link in the description um, and so that you can just click right. on it whenever. And then um, whenever and then you
1: can uh, you can add. put it on your Twitter, too, and you get to it after this and, and put it out there that we've got a new podcast going out soon. And uh...
0: Absolutely. So just yeah, once you see that link, just give us a follow um, and. We'll definitely make a part two to this. I think that's good to get a uh, expert in here, so we can get some.
1: I do too. You know, I got a couple people in mind that I will try and and see if they're willing to do this. But uh...
0: sure, and you know, I work. Uh, you know, I I I go to school in the psychology program right. at UNM, so I'm sure I'll I, I have plenty of professors who I'd like to yes. I'd like to ask about Please. this, um, and maybe I could. There you go. Come on sometime.
1: Let's do that. All right. Well, all right. I guess we'll wrap it up for tonight and uh, it's been fun. All right. And this is a new experiment doing it this way from remotely um, that I can't see you, but it's, it's just like, you know, anything else like talking on a phone or anything. So it's, it works. It'll be fine.
0: Yeah. The most important thing is that, Right, is the and the quality
1: right? of, of the of the recording, which I think will be fine. Trying it this way, we'll of see course. when we're done. But okay,
0: okay, all right. Well, we'll see you guys on the next episode, and we promise to be a, uh more frequent now that we're absolutely adj-
1: adjusted. All, all right, right. bye bye.
0: Talk to you later.